the accoutrements. What up, boy? Like, let's be real. I don't care, man. <laughs> it got nothing to do with that. <laughs> what is it then? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, you shitbags? It's your boy, Mr. Chance, here with shitbags. Listen, bro, they understand at this point, all right? No, no, Chance, no. That, they no, fucking understand, don't... bro. <laughs> Okay. Hi, I'm Slater. There's Chance. <laughs> I'm Daddy. I'm Daddy Chance. Censor me, Daddy. Ah. <laughs> Yo, speaking of that, if you're a wrestling fan, did you did you if you watched? I didn't see the clip, but I saw um, Billy Gunn was fighting somebody, and the whole crowd was screaming, "Censor me, Daddy." Oh, that shit! What, uh, yo, yo, he's over. I, say right what now. you want about say what you want about wrestling, bro. But there's got to be something about a crowd. You picking a fucking catchphrase and a crowd saying what you saying what you normally say. Like that shit is wild to me. Like being a being in a concert and having somebody sing your songs. That's got to be uber uber like uber like exhilarating. I don't know why. I just feel I just feel that you know. So, what would your if you had a uh, catchphrase, what would you want your catchphrase to be? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What would your catchphrase be? I have no idea. Um, like, oh, you can't fuck with Slater. Oh, you can't fuck with Slater. Oh, mine would like, be like it's like Papito, that. baby. <laughs> <laughs> yo, but the, yo, it, I don't know. I just find it. I just, I, it's just something about. And I think for all the people who watch wrestling and shit like that, it's like, yo, man, like it's so fake, blah blah blah. But it's it's more than that. It's 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 just a show that like everybody can get get in on. It's just I don't know, man. I can't I can't Listen, I can't not right, give right, it hold on, hold on. I was gonna ignore it. All right. I was going to. All right, let me just drop Where the bomb show. We got we got a guest what? back with us. Oh uh, yes, hey. Chels is here. Yes. And I wasn't gonna say hey. shit, right? I wasn't gonna say oh. nothing. <laughs> But while me and Slater were talking, I hear, <laughs> and that's her sniffing her microphone, people. Yo, she's been sniffing her microphone for like 10 minutes now. <laughs> and she's saying it smells good, which is either a compliment to her breath or she's doing some other stuff with the microphone. Whatever it may be. ADM? What's that word? ADS something? AMSR or something? Whatever, whatever it may be. Whatever the fuck. Welcome back to We Have Opinions to Chose. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Sniffy. Do what you got to yeah. say. What's up? What's up? I don't even know what to do right now. I didn't know Amy Winehouse was on We Have Opinions today. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm so sorry. I was expecting a way better introduction than that. <laughs> I was trying to get there, but you just... <laughs> I thought what? That whatever happened on this platform before we hit record stayed on this platform before we oh, yeah, but, but I guess not. The problem is the problem is you, you did it after we hit record, didn't you? <laughs> this ain't yeah. This ain't yeah, you did. Because I was not <laughs> bothering anybody. Mind my business. 
your this audio is being what piped f- right into my ears, and I almost <laughs> wanted to turn around. Like, is somebody sniffing the back of my neck? Like, what's going on? No, because it was really chances. Like, the second time I did it, he really just sat there and was like, <laughs> yeah but why are you why are you sniffing your mic right now what is that about what's well, going on with your mic talking and i was listening and i was just like it smells so good Let me take Slater, if you haven't realized that this is chelsea's world and we just living it you Pretty know what i mean much. yeah I, 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 so. I guess that's what it i guess that's what it Pretty is because much. i don't know what the fuck's what the fuck is going on here? That. I'm definitely gonna take that snippet of this recording <laughs> <laughs> and run with Listen. that. Mm, okay. Do you? So, what's been going on since you've been uh, since you've been absent, Charles? Anything uh, that we should know about, or our Ooh, fans? Well, I've moved. or your fan or your fans that are here now, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> miss y'all or the five people. <laughs> Or the five people who went to your show? The the five extras? No, I've moved back to Cali and I've been living my best life and I'm very happy. I'm in a very um, beautiful relationship. And... Yo, she told me the the guy's name, and the way she said it was so fucking funny. (laughs) stupid. I was like, I was like, I was like, what's his name? She goes, why she did you said, say his name? Just... What if I don't want his name to be said on here? Oh, I'm Damn. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Water. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. We'll cut it out. 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 My bad. But the way she, the way she said it was sounded like like you know those those West Coast. You know, one of those movies. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> this is why I don't tell Slater nothing. Why? Like, I listen, I try to tell you, man. Slater you doesn't know. Slater doesn't you... know I hit the lottery three months ago. He doesn't know. <laughs> I just told him. <laughs> oh shit. My bad, bro. I ain't mean to put you in out there like that. But I'm I'm happy that you in a you in a healthy it's relationship. It's a beautiful relationship. And, and... I am so thankful for oh, this sh- relationship. One of the best things Listen, that's ever happened. I, I I can attest because I've seen I I've got to know Chels before, and now I've seen her after, and just the way that she's like the the energy that she's emitting out into the world is completely. It's just like it. It's the same energy, but like prolonged when you like you eat like a really good meal, you know, you wake up from like a really good nap and you just feel like everything is good. And like, she's just like, so I'm happy for the her. bird, the bird, the birds chirping and shit. Everything, right. Everything's working the way Listen, it's supposed I'm not to gonna, work. I'm not going to, I can't confirm or deny, but I heard that when she opens her windows, the birds start singing and she just, she catches one on her finger and she just, you know what I'm saying? She just be living life. And I, I wish, I wish everybody can get that sense of happy. You know what I mean? Me too, one day. man. I wish, I wish this type of happiness. I hope people find their person because it's really true when you know, you know, it's a different type of feeling. Like it's effortless. It's, it was always right there in front of you. You know, mm. um, the whole time, but it just wasn't the, the right time. time. So, 
Mm. He better be, or else we get another couple episodes if we don't. So I just, yeah, I hope it works out. <laughs> Look, that being I'm said, profit off of my, my, yeah. my success, my He's the worst manager ever. He's either the worst manager ever or the best manager ever. It's one of the two. See, Chels is the. Chels is the podcast version of Adele, right? Like she just doesn't do the music part. She just it goes on the podcast. <laughs> Every breakup, a new relationship is a new album. Copy. It's a new it's, podcast. It's a new, it's a new podcast. Y'all are dumb. Girls, how do we, girls, how do we expand from this? These uh, men out here really don't know what the fuck is going on. I hate Slater. Hashtag that. You, Thank you. Well, speaking of Slater. This brings us to our very first announcing of we have a we have opinions presents who's gonna date Slater. Ladies, send your applications into we have opinions dot pod at gmail dot com. We're gonna let's get not, Slater. We're gonna get that. Slater let's a relationship. Do, yes, we are. Let's not doing that. We're not doing that. Bro, oh, bro, you I'm don't want to you don't want to do my ways. Huh? No, no, <laughs> no. You either you either gotta you gotta you know, I'm I'm at the point in my life where you gotta either love dogs or or eat some kind of weird fucking tofu and all that shit. Nah, I'm good to go. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm good. Slater. I, I'll find it when I'm ready to do it, man. Charles, it's all this. good. Charles, watch this. Slater, what if she's wearing an Eagles jersey and it shows outside of your house? Wouldn't that be perfect? I'm not an Eagles fan. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't remember that, Slater? Wait, you took out. You took about <laughs> I, I, you need to bleep that out. I don't want to hear people's uh, names. No, no, no. We're going to talk about that one day, but not this day. <laughs> yo, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about that one day. That <laughs> shit was, was wild. That was, listen, that goes, that, that's right up there with the uh, you can't fuck my daughter story. <laughs> like, right up there. Yo, where did she, yo, where did she come from, bro? Listen, where did she come from? Again? That's not for I today. Just remember you, I just remember you coming back into the apartment and you're starting to call the police. <laughs> Slater, call the police. Please. Listen. Hurry, hurry, do a quick tea. Uh, all right. Well, this is We Have right. Opinions, the podcast featuring Chance Slater and special guest, Charles. Hello. Um, if you want to hey. reach out to the podcast or be a part of the podcast, please email us at wehaveopinions.pod at gmail.com. That's wehaveopinions.pod at gmail.com. Or... If you don't like to type and you want us to hear your voice and you want your voice to be heard by the people that listen, shout out to Sweden. I see your numbers booming. Thank you. Yeah, Sweden is Sweden, giving us a lot of love. Sweden and Russia, surprisingly. I don't know what's going on in Russia, but they, they're loving Putin. us. God shout damn it, Chels. If you don't shout stop sniffing that motherfucking mic. Listen, if you want to call in and tell Charles to stop sniffing the microphone, that phone number is 347-766-2706. 347-766-2706. Make sure to follow us on all the socials that we're on. I think it's just Instagram. Uh, you can follow us separately on Twitter. Um, all that information Slater. will be down. Slater in, Gander. Yep, down in this show and notes. If you want to follow me on notes. Instagram, you're more than welcome to. That's Cuban Link Chels. Link with a L I N Q. Okay. Mm. Thank you. Some there someone had to plug in her own thing, <laughs> but it's fine. We'll do. We'll handle that. 
Listen, you gotta Thank listen. You. That's, that was listen, important. The more I've learned. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We Listen. were supposed to put it in the show notes. Oh. Sniffer. Snuffle up against. We always like... talk about cutting shit out, but y'all, if we ever get to a certain level, we'll, we might just release the mixtape episode of all the pre cuts of the other episodes that we've had to stop. <laughs> For various reasons, y'all don't even know. There's some gold on Yo, that shit. Some, 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 of the, some of the shit we talked. There's some about. real gold in that shit. Like, some of the some of the shit we talked about, we should have been. I should have been arrested for. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was one joke that I had to be like, listen, we're just gonna, <laughs> we can't let this rock because I'm not trying to get canceled before the shit starts, bro. Don't do it. Yeah, wear it up, wear it up, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's just. But crazy. go ahead, go ahead. How you um, doing, man? So, the three of us, I believe, have something in common. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, um, I mean, can, I've never... I've never been on a date with any robots, so I don't know. I I, I, neither have I, so that's not it. <laughs> Um, I mean, I've never built a, I've never built a, I've never built a, uh, I've never built a roof with my bare hands, or or had to hold an umbrella. Um, <laughs> now, by now, you guys probably clicked on this episode and saw the name of the show, right? And it's who loves that swirl or who likes that swirl love, and uh, that's kind of what we all have in common here. Um, I am. I'm the fucking El Capitan of Team Swirl. I rip that shit till I die. Uh, For anybody who doesn't know what team, what what Swirl means, it means that you date outside your race and that you. Um, well, don't make it so serious. You go. No, with no, the, no, 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 no. Go with no, the this motif. Is for the te- go with the motif, the techni- bro. This is no, no, no. This is oh for the technical God. people. This is for the technical people who don't who don't pick up the who don't pick up the. You know what is that? What does swirling mean? What does that mean? Like. Everybody does that shit. The better way to explain it is you walk into the ice cream shop. You like vanilla. You like the chocolate. And you say, I can't pick. I don't know which one. And then you just, you say, give me both. And you swirl it up like an ice cream cone. Once upon a time, there was a swirl song. Do you remember that, Slater? (laughs) I don't remember that. You don't 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 remember that. You don't remember no. the swirl song and we was gonna put the logo with the ice cream cone and the swirl and we was gonna make like jackets. Oh, 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 that's right, that's right, that's right. We you, you and I made a, a song like that. That's right, that's right. And we were gonna do that and we were gonna look like ice cream I remember I remember that. I remember that. And we, Listen, and we, guys, we, we uh I don't know how well this podcast episode's gonna go, but <laughs> what happened? What? <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is <laughs> Charles, I love you so much. You know that? I love you with, with my heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? You're special. You're special. <laughs> now, if this was Charles's podcast, we'd have redid it like eight times by now. Just so you know. Right, listen, we're, we're keeping all we're, this in here because I need people keeping, to see how she, manic she my life is. Y'all think that y'all think that chance is just crazy. Y'all think that y'all think that I just be nuts. I be yelling. I be doing this. Ah, uh, no, no, no. There's reason for everything. This might be the first one that I released the video for because they might have to no. see it. 
<laughs> they might just you have to see. You know not. what I mean? Oh my gosh! What's the, I wasn't ready. What's the matter? Why are you not ready? What, what? happened? I would Am not I missing date something? you on your podcast looking like this. Oh, <laughs> bougie, bougie a little. Hey, listen, I'm in. My, I'm currently podcasting from what used to be uh, my office. And if you can now see, I got nothing but toddler toys in here, so I've run out of space. <laughs> I've been. It kind of looks like. It kind of looks like the. It kind of looks like the. Uh, it kind of looks like Bray Wyatt's room, <laughs> the, the, the playhouse room. Hi, kids. My my entire space has been just. Look at it. I got if purses you wanna back here. Keep your friends today. Yeah. But anyway, back to the swirl. We're swirling, right? So that's what it means. Interracial relationships. Um, now, the reason why this topic was came about is because... First, let me tell you a story. So, um, a lady I work with, uh, she's actually one of the employees, one of my employees. And um, this was like in between shifts, and we're just talking. And... Um, Somehow the conversation came up about our preferences when to, when dating, right? And uh, I said I don't really have a preference per se, you know. I like, and that's the way I kind of think about it because in my mind, I never really categorize it as like a preference. Really, I just I just find myself ending up, you know, with. Uh, you know, a certain type of female, but it's never like I go out or I've gone out saying she has to be this, this, and that. Or I'm not even going to look at her. You know what I'm saying? That's not. That's not. Yeah, yeah, that's nah. not the way I, you know, I've operated. So I never really thought of it as a preference. But that being said, um, most, and by most, I mean ninety nine point four percent. Of females that I have interacted with, engaged with, entangled with, whatever you want to call it, have you uh, said fifty four percent like you said fifty four percent like you. <laughs> no, I said ninety nine, bro. Ninety nine point four. Oh, ninety nine point four. I'm sorry. Ninety nine point four uh, have been um, non black females. So I brought that up, and when bringing that up. I got, I re, well, I basically got read the riot act by a black female. Oh, mind you, she's a black female. I'm having this conversation with. I basically got read the riot act. Uh, it's guys like you. Y'all just can't handle black women. Y'all just can't, you know. Y'all just want. And, and here's the thing: when they the say fake, y'all, yeah. Go ahead. When y'all say when y'all when you say y'all when they say y'all. Who 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 is this particular person talking to? Are they talking to you? Are they talking to all all men? Or is she talking to men that she's dated in the past that have gone from her to other races? Like, cause I I find that I, when you say y'all, right, y'all is plural. So like, what does that mean? What does that mean, y'all? Like, I f- I feel like that's I feel like that's trauma that's trauma right there. Like, there's some kind of like. Small trauma there. Now I'm no dating expert. Nobody on we have opinions is a dating expert. Like whatever. But I, 
I don't I don't sit here and in in I'm not gonna lie about who I date or like whatever. Like I'm not you know I'm not a liar. So like that's that's the thing. So if you're having an open conversation with somebody about you know your preference, because everybody has preferences. So my whole thing is, why do people give a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. My, like people die at the age of seventy out here. Seventy is not that long. Some of us, some of us don't even live that long. So if people are, are people are gonna get that upset over you being honest about who you are and what you like and what you don't like, like we talked about, some people like eating ass. Are we gonna deny those people that? Like, just because you're open about who you are and how you handle, but don't put your hand up. Yeah. Just ask you. Just, we got, we got, we got, we got Captain Sniffer right here. What the? Why are we backing the fuck up all of a sudden? So, so again, what? Again, to say what my mic don't smell as nice, y'all. Hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> but that's, but that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't make sense to me that we're in here, we're in here, shitting on each other about how we like certain things. That bot, like, I don't know. What so, you said, go ahead, Chance. It, yeah. So, and I found myself as the conversation was happening, feeling like I had to defend, um. Like what I've like my my dating history and having to feel like I had to like justify it or come it's up like with a reason it's like your, as to it's like why. <laughs> yeah, and you know she she kept saying, and this is what stuck out to me, right? She kept saying, "Oh, you can only handle the fake," and I was like, "What do you mean by that?" Right? Because I was like, and so we went further into the conversation. I was like, you know. Most of the girls that I've dated, been with, and whatever, you know, um, have been thicker, curvy, you know, non-blacks, white, Hispanic girls, right? Or whatever, right? And she was like, um, oh, yeah, they're just, Im- they're, those are just the imitations. And I was like, what? I was like, I was like, so you're saying that, like, black girls own the curvy body shape? And she was type. like, not saying we own it, but we were doing it first. And I was like, what are you see? Okay. Now here's about now I'm to, I'm talking from I'm talking from a guy's perspective. So a lot of females will probably get again, I can't say females. A lot of women will get upset because of these particular me, what I'm saying. But I think when you talk when you have these conversations with people of, of our race of black of black women, black women are looking at it from a they are very marginalized. So they feel like they're at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to these conversations. But then at the same time, it's like it, we understand that. I understand that. But then at the same time, like everybody still has their own preferences. Right. You're not, you know, some people, some people don't want to, some people don't want to date men who, you know, who who don't eat healthy or don't go to the gym or do whatever. Like, you gotta respect that. Like, what am I supposed to do? Again. The majority of people on this planet don't live that long. So why are we sitting here pretending like we all don't have choices when you know when you when you choose who you want to be with? Go ahead. Yeah. So you know, I just in talking with her, I realized that this would be a great um, podcast topic, right? A good a good thing to bring to the show for us to discuss. Which is also part of the reason why I wanted Chels here because Chels represents, I guess, the complete opposite, right? So, as a 
black man. She's a non-black woman who uh, can give her perspective on the situation um, or, you know, her share her preferences or even even go as deep to like um, share her experience, share her experience or what we like holistically as a society, like what's her thoughts on it? Uh, Because I can say that it was weird having this conversation, but then, but then, and I might get heat for this, but I don't give a fuck. All I could think to myself while I'm listening to her berate me about dating white women was like, this is why I don't date black girls. Because I don't think you you saying that. Go ahead. I don't think white women are telling white guys, "Oh, you." Da, 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 da. Like I don't know. I I don't think they. Ha- I don't think they go about it. Their situation. That again, way. again. This is this is about this is about this is about black women being on the bottom of the totem pole in 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 eyes of men. Not even in that. Not even in like in in society too. Like just the way they've been that. treated. I do, I know you do. I'm just saying from. From, I've had this conversation with other women, too, with other black women as well, and I feel like that's. I mean, I don't feel like this is this is what the majority of them have told me. It's about the way men in general look at them specifically. But I, then again, I, I, I have to interject really quick. I also think that when you're having these discussions with black women, because um, I feel like that a lot of the women that I won't say a lot. Uh, Some of the women that black men choose to deal with might favor a black woman's stilo, if you know what I mean, like swag. Um, Okay. And so at that point, for a black woman, it's like, okay, so you don't even fuck with us, but here you are. Messing with a white woman or a woman who's not of black descent, and she's over here got individual braids in, or uh, got a weave in, or like um, body 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 like looking like young Miami. Like, I mean, let's just face it: black women are trendsetters. That's just <laughs> the black culture is a trendsetter, just point blank and period. So, and that's true. That's true. Somebody who's favoring that of a black woman's swag, I guess, or the way she carries herself is kind of like, you don't fuck with us, but you'll fuck with that. That's imitating or favoring um, our culture. You also got to, but you also got to remember too, the people who are having these conversations, women, men, whatever. What what's their dating history like? They're not gonna tell you that. Right. A lot of a lot of them are not gonna a lot of them are not gonna sit there and tell you that they had issues. Cause again, you're not if if you're really happy in the relationships that you're in, you're not gonna give a fuck what other people are doing, right? Think about it. Like we just got we we just got done talking about Chels and her relationship, but she's not gonna tell us what you know what he does with her or none of that shit because she's happy. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Why are we sitting here? And I'm not talking about just us. I'm talking about the whole society. Why are we sitting here? You know, if you're happy, if you if you like certain things, 
They didn't like those things. Why? But why? You know what I mean? We 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 push ourselves to these. We push ourselves in pretzels to 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 cater to everybody and answer for our choices that I, we make. I, I, but then I agree it, with you know, that one hundred percent. I think a lot of the times when we're put in we're put in a position where we feel like Chance said, like, well, this girl's just coming at me, and like I feel like I'm put in a position where I have to defend myself or explain myself. And sometimes it's just being above the situation, right? So it's just like I had to learn because I had. I myself have always grown up um, favoring and um, being engaged with black men like all, all the time. I'm a Cuban and Ecuadorian woman and all my life since I've been interested in dating or in the opposite sex in general, it has come um, and, and I've just been interested in dating black men. That's That's been my my preference and I used to get a lot of heat for that growing up especially from other black girls and stuff and um you know kids is mean <laughs> but at the end of the day I used to just explain myself they'd be like why you like black guys so much why you like and you know I'd be like I don't know like um because and I would like list the reasons why what I liked about you know, the guys that I liked. And I was young. I didn't really understand the question. And I don't think the people asking me understood the weight of their question either. But now as an adult, as a young adult, I would sit there and I'd be like, oh, it's because of where I grew up and who I was around that influenced that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and I get older and I'm still being constantly asked this question. And you, I, the, the more you get asked it, the more exhausted you become of the whole situation entirely. You're just like, fuck, when is it ever going to stop? Like, why can't I just live my life and like who I like? And at that point, I've learned, I just hit him with the simple, it's my preference. And at that point, that's it's me saying, that's my business. I answered your question. And it's just simple as that. It's my preference. But it's partly because the same people who ask these questions have not had good relationships with the men that they choose. That's That's been my experience. Either like, that or they're not they're not comfortable and they don't approve of your decision on who you date. And so they want to yeah. dig in into it with you just to fight you on it really yeah like yeah and 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 here's the thing too they're upset with the the, whoever this person is that chance is talking about she's upset with chance's openness about being able to talk about the situation that's what it's about also it bothers them too chance is comfortable rejected herself and she probably feels some sort of way internally chance is chance is very open about it chance is very open about his you know about very transparent about his, you know, about his life. I mean, he 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 runs a podcast. Like, come on, like you ha- like what the fuck? Like, what are we do? Like, what are we doing? Like, again, why are we sitting here? And I'm, and I'm talking about us. Why do people, you know, again, chance? What do I always tell you? I've always wanted, I've always wanted to date a gothic girl, whatever. Like, I'm just afraid to, you know, just going. But one of these days, I'm gonna call you up, and we're gonna be in there. <laughs> like, I'm we, we in there? Fuck, we in there? I don't give a flying fuck. I'm talking about the makeup and the boots and all that shit. <laughs> we doing it. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. That's cuz what it's what I like, bro. It's what I like, bro. So what why am I going to let the body hit the floor. Let the body hit the floor. We 
yo, I'm telling, I'm telling you right now. Get me, get me a, a dark haired chick that likes um uh, fishnet stockings, and I might not, I might be off the show. Who knows? But I'm saying, why are we sitting here? Like again, it's because you are not happy with what you like. I get it. Part of, but again, part of it is because certain black pe- women are 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 marginalized in our society, and it's understandable, right? But that has nothing to do with the fact that that we like what we like. No. Women like what they like, and they're okay with that. And that's the thing. But the minute a guy says, "Well, I like this," and it's the opposite of what the person that's asking you the question, then it's a then it's a problem, and it becomes no. it becomes a bigger problem I, when you try to have the conversation with people. Go ahead. I understand what you're saying, right? I understand what yeah. you're saying, but I'm not going to give nobody a pass because they might feel marginalized. Because in turn, when you feel marginalized, and then you're questioning or um interrogating or even trying to um i guess assert your feelings about what somebody else is doing when it comes to any topic but this one in in general you're attempting to marginalize that person right because you are you already feel marginalized so as on a societal level so what you're then trying to do is marginalize me on a personal level when it's just a bunch of, you know, it's like three or four people around. And I, <clears throat> I'm i not going to give anybody the pass for that. I understand it, but it's not a reason why. Because much like Chelsea said, towards the end of the conversation, I started to get to the point where I was like, yo, what the fuck am I doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why am I Because even- it's not, because it's not, because it's not, because it's not constructive. Once right. she starts, once you start saying shit like, "Well, you can't handle," nah, then then you got to stop because then it's not about preferences anymore. It's about how you feel about me dating the person. Right. It once you once you stop once and I and and I had to learn that too. Like I'm very open about me dating outside my race. I tell people like it, like Cho said, for me it was a lot of of being around people who I know that I used to tell jokes to certain people that you know certain certain people and i was like yo you know what like like people wouldn't laugh they would make fun of my disability and stuff like that so i was like okay cool then i went to another side of town where i when i grew up in in new york or whatever and these people were more more um caucasian or white or whatever and you know you got more you got more of an understanding you got more of, of certain situations so i gravitated towards people who would have that conversation with me and not make me feel like i was in a box you know what I'm saying? So yeah. then for me, it's like, yo, listen, I that's who I like, you know what I mean? It's not it's not anyone's fault. It's just how we are when it comes to these situations. We are the product, we are the products of our environment. Period. And you can't you can't really shit on people because of that. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 what it is. I I Period. think I think um Charles brought up a really good point earlier about and you kind of just touched up on it as as far as as far as what you're like when you're during the formative time, like what you're around, right? So yeah, you know, I went, I went from, I went from seeing nothing but you know, black kids and black people to, you know, right around the time my hormones started to rage, I was. It's one of the first times that I was like truly. A minority, right? Um, yeah. And 
that meant, you know, that meant that everybody around me was different, right? Now, I don't know. I've always been the one to just kind of, you know, and everything kind of just kind of go with it and kind of go for it and see, you yeah. know, just see what kind of happens. Um, like my first, my first girlfriend was, uh, she was, uh, from Pakistan. All right. Okay. So it's like, you know what I mean? So it's okay. like, I never, okay. I never in my life would thought that to date meant you had to like keep the, the race pure. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I just that just that just wasn't what I was into or the type of person I was raised to be. And I also I think um you know like again I it's I, I wanna interject on that. I don't I do not I d I don't feel that you have to be raised to think or I guess it is heavily influenced, but even with heavy influence, that doesn't necessarily mean that person has to feel that way. Because, like, I was, my family on my dad's side, really mostly, they weren't approved, like, they weren't um, approving of my decision on what I prefer to date. And they were very much so, like, they come from Cuba, like, they were like, you need to, you know, for them, they weren't even proud of where they came from because it was almost mm. like you need to be, it wasn't almost like it was like, you need to be with a white man, have blonde hair, blue eyed babies and purify our race, make it more pure. And even with being That's raised um, and influenced with that way of thinking, I still was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I like what I like. Like, no white men ill. Like, I don't want blonde hair, nothing. I'm brunette. <laughs> That's weird. Um, I have like it was just really, your parents. Your parents. Your parents wanted that credit score. It, you know, like, <laughs> it, it, it just didn't. It didn't add up for me. It didn't make sense to me. And I knew like I liked what I liked, and I didn't have it. it when I was being asked this question, these questions, I was being asked these questions by my my own family at, at a young age. Like, why do you like black boys? Like, and I'm young. I don't have I don't have that answer, and I don't know what what that answer is. I just like what I like, and it's always frustrated me the pressure of having to come up with an answer for that or a reason for that and yeah. make it make sense to everybody who asks me. Like, yes. I think, yeah, I, I think, I think, so my fam, my mom in particular used to say all the time, you know, Chance ain't bringing home a black wife. Hey, we already know that. <laughs> right? And yo, my, as a, yo, as a younger yo. kid, and I used to be like, ha ha, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But then as I got <laughs> older, it started, it started to like bother me, it right? It sounded different. So, as so you finally, I just, yeah, yeah. So finally, I was like, ma, like, if I'm happy, she could be purple, right? Like, if she, if I'm happy, it doesn't matter how she looks. If she treats me good, if I'm treating her right, if the relationship is healthy, if we're, 
helping each other achieve things that, you know, we weren't achieving before and all these things, then what does it matter? You know, and then after I had that comment, and I, I remember that, I, I remember this conversation. This is when I was dating the girl in the necklace later. Uh, oh, damn. Yeah, This so this is some time ago. But also, I was at that <laughs> age, I was at that age where I was kind of coming into, like, my own, right? And I was just, you know, I, yeah. you know, I had the conversation with, it, with her in the kitchen, and it was never brought up again by my mother after that. You know what I mean? Because I guess, I guess at that point, you know, it was just, um, it was just like, I, I guess I, tr- I trumped her in the conversation. Right. Cause she was, uh, you, you ain't gonna bring home a black wife. Are you? No. And I was like, well, so what, what if she, like, it doesn't matter, you know? And it, I don't know. Can I pivot? Can I pivot? Can I can I pivot the other the other reason too? Like I'm on Twitter a lot, and one of the big one of the big things that I also heard when I'm on Twitter a lot about interracial dating is definitely that if you were to have children with somebody who is an a, a white person, then you have to like explain to them about why you're hold on wait wait but I know you you ready to I, put the gun away put the gun down hold up. I, there's a like you have to explain to them why they gotta when they get pulled over by the police and and all of this type of stuff and if you're with a black woman it's a lot easier to do all of that well who says that who says that it's easier to do that who says that it's easier no matter what race you are to me I've, I just again you you can tell a person the 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 pitfalls that you have to go through certain people I was listening to certain people and they were saying how this was this was like a year or two ago. They were basically saying how, um, like, you know, you got to, you know, in order to be with a, another race of person, you got to get past their parents. And what if their parents were racist? Like, listen, if then I'm going to have to deal with that. All relationships are going to have to deal with some sort of pitfall. And if that's the case, then let that be the case. But then at the same time, I'm not I'm not going to deny myself of happiness if she's happy with me just because either you or her dad or somebody doesn't like the fact that I'm dating her. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Like to me anyway, but I, I I do look at, I do look at it from a perspective of if you have enough, if you have enough um, common sense in your head to say, Hey, listen, if we were going to have kids together, of course, we're going to have to tell them about being mixed, especially with crazy cops are crazy, no matter what color they are. All right. So like being pulled over, being, being black, having to, having to feel about what side, what, what you're a person regardless of the color. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we, again, we stretch ourselves into pretzels trying to figure out what to call ourselves. Shells, are you mixed? What are you? Are you had like it doesn't give it, it nobody gives a fuck. It's only these people that that make these 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 these, these like microscopic fucking long fucking things about what race you are, and then you have to answer to them. But why should you? You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Am I making sense? No, I understand it, completely where you're coming it, from. You know, yeah, um, like, you know what I'm saying? Know, I like, just, I, don't, I don't, you know, for me, it's kind of like, you know, um, well, well, let me ask you guys a question. Slater, have you dated a black female before? Uh, only one, but it was real when I was real young. Okay. And I was, I think I was 22 at the time. Charles, have you dated a, oh, here's, so Charles is, as she said, you were said, uh, Cuban and Ecuadorian. Ecuadorian, all right? But 
so have you dated somebody that looked like they could be like have you dated somebody who's I've been race regardless of what it was look like it matched who looks like me like and is Latino okay. he was um yeah. And that's the thing, Chels, Chels, Chels does. If you look, if you if you didn't know, Chels doesn't look like she's those things. She doesn't look Ecuadorian to me. To, she looks like you know if you if she puts her hair, she has her hair up now. But if she puts her hair down, she looks like a white person. If you didn't know her like that, because of the way her skin looks that's and the, you know the way she carries herself. I've gotten a lot of different. No, for, to me, that's that's why that's why I said to me. I didn't say to anybody but else. For the most part, yes, I I get that I look white and I. A lot at my job, I get asked, um, you know, is that your married last name? Um, and it's offensive. Really? <laughs> really? They ask you? They 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 assume that that's your yeah, married I've married last name? That, uh, and yeah, I've been asked that quite a few times now. And wow. my job. So, so I don't know your last name, but can you type it in the chat? I'm dying to it's, know what it is. I'm it's done. Flat. Don't say it. 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 It's, it's Latin. Latin. It's type Latin. in the yeah, type in the chat when you get a chance. It's it's Latin, you know. But so then here's so here's the other thing, right? So my last name is not fucking, you know, mon, like African Mutubawa. You know, it's not that. My, I got I got a white dude last name. And I got a white dude first name. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah, my first so, so name what? doesn't match my last name at all, or my middle name for and that I, matter. But a name is just a it, name. It, but that's the problem with society, right? It's like we want to put our, everybody in a box in order to fit our narrative on what we think it's supposed to look like or sound like. I was like, that's going, that's going off subject. We're going off subject. But in any case, when uh, dating, I have dated somebody who um, is a. You know, he was like Mexican and white, I think. And this was not when I was like 19. Um, I went on a date with him. And I thought, and, and the crazy part was, was that I thought he was a good looking dude. You know, I thought he was good looking. And it was when he was showing interest, I was like, oh, uh-oh. Uh, mm. Not as cute. Like, he just like, ah. He what? Wait, he wasn't as cute when he started showing interest. Yeah, like he was just cute to look at. Like, oh wow, wow. When he asked me out on a date, I was like, I was still pursuing of it because I was like, you know, my dad had passed, and you know, um, one of the things my dad had said before he passed was that like he wanted me not to just lock in, you know, when dating. He wanted me to be open minded when dating. Because again, like I, I caught advice. a lot of heat as a kid for my preference as the as a kid, what they were starting to take notice on. And so, um, you know, that was something that he said before he passed to me. So like I had kept that in mind as I was dating. And so I didn't want to just because I was comfortable dating black men, I didn't want to block a blessing you know like i wanted to be open-minded mm. i said well I, I find this man attractive so why not um and so i did it you know i went on a date with him and as we're on a date you know i started to realize we weren't as similar as um 
you would think we are, right? Because you think, oh, because we're both of Latin descent or Hispanic descent, we're very similar. Like, no, like we're still very different people. Like we have similar upbringings from the people who came before us. But us as our individual selves, we have our own different preferences. And that's when I've learned, like, you know, don't just date to date somebody because you guys are similar in background or similar in skin color or things like that, because that really doesn't matter at the end of the day. You're not compatible right, on a spiritual or a personal level. That's that's exactly why. That's exactly why I don't. I don't buy into the whole, you know, the whole you have to date within your fucking racy thing either, because it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't compute to anything. When you talk, like, there's that one guy, uh, is it Dr. James Umar? He always, he always talk about, oh, well, I don't respect brothers who date outside their race because this and that. And I'm like, yo, bro, where is your wife at? That's what I want to know. I, I'm mm. like. He, this is the same. This is one of them same dudes that talking about he want to have an all black school, but then he took all the money and and and, and spent it all. Like you know what I'm saying? So much, yeah. you know. He mad at LeBron James because LeBron James got two schools. Where your school at, homeboy? You know what I'm saying? So like again, this is why we got to stop having. I, we need to have the conversation. Hold on, we need to have the conversation. But when it comes to a point where it's like, well, you can't handle this, you can't handle that. You're attacking people now. You're attacking people for their preferences. You're attacking people for what they want to be happy for and happy with. And it's just disgusting at that point. It just right. it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't help it doesn't help further society in, in, in any direction. It doesn't help anyone do anything when you're when you're attacking somebody, whether it's a family thing like Chell's and you're saying, Oh, well, we want you to date more people like us. It doesn't help because now it's gonna make you feel like you have to either honor your family's uh, request or go away from what they've been asking you for all these, like, you know what I'm saying? And you don't want to, you don't want to disobey your family. But then at the same time, it's like, where's the part where I get to be happy? Where's the part where I get to make my own choices? Where's the part where I get to be able to say, I want to be able to date this person because I love them, not their skin tone. So here's another thing. Another thing that I think needs to be talked about. And I don't, I don't know if this is, it's something that Slater you've ever dealt with, but go ahead. Growing up, or during my formative years, no longer being in a black dominant area, there was some, you know, there was a good amount of, uh, you know, black kids in the school or whatever, right? But I and I've had this said to me once, right? Chance is not black enough to date black girls. Mm. I've I've had people say that to me too, and I was like, "What do you mean?" Right? And I've, I've had people say that to me too. That's wild. But you know who never said anything to me about who I date? A white woman, a white girl. No, they've never said anything to me about that. There's never been. I've never received anything coming from somebody who's outside of my race talking about, "Oh, you're with me because you're not black enough to date black girls, huh?" You know what I'm saying? Like that's never been the that's never been the Hey yo, you know what's funny? It's it's funny, it's and it's funny we bringing this up because I've had that same conversation with a few other people that are black and they say it's it's from it's from trauma. It's from it's from tra- But of course that's traumatic. Of course that's traumatic that you're going to say those types of things. I don't think I don't think that's a trauma thing, right? I think that so the same way that the black girl who who was having a I was having a conversation with at work, right? Yeah. Yeah. The same way 
that I think that she was just saying that because she might have heard somebody else. That's a, that's like a cultural society thing, because it's like oh, when for a while when you thought of black black men, you know, Tupac, Biggie, those black guys, right? And <laughs> I wasn't moving yeah. like those black guys. I was in my books. I was learning. I speak smart. I speak intelligibly. You know what I'm saying? Even though oh, I'm yeah. from, even though I'm from an area where, you know, similar to those upbringings, I don't, I don't speak like I'm from that area, and because I don't speak like I'm from that area, people tell me that I'm trying to be like something else, and I think that translates into why people will. But like, that also listen, can be traumatic too. That's also can be if, traumatic. But if you're pushing me away before I get the opportunity to even let you know about me because I didn't come up to you with hey, yo ma what's the word you know I didn't say that <laughs> right and I didn't come hey ma you look dumb bring that ass over because I, I didn't come with you like that and I said hello how are you and now I'm now oh look at this uppity nigga like come on so if you're gonna push me away before I get look, the opportunity look, to look let at you this. fully you know <laughs> they fully out here know calling, what I'm about they out here, that's they all, that's they all out, fucking you yeah. right so when I, I mean, end up I somewhere else when I end up somewhere else, who's fault? Like, don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me. Listen, at the I, end of the day, I have a feeling I, I'm a fit. I'm a get in where I fit in. That's it. I don't think. I, I, I don't think that all, all. I, I think that if, because if we're talking about from the woman who was talking to you's perspective, right? And that's who mm-hmm. at the. At, at the end of the day, this is who we're discussing is your experience with this individual. So right. I don't think that this woman was necessarily, I think she's coming from two different places. Half of a place, I feel like she could be coming from a place of protection um, and her upbringing and what, what those women who came before her and those women who came before her and those women who came before have all experienced and they passed down those traumas or those experiences um, from generation to generation to generation. Another area, um, another side that it could be coming from is a place of anger. You know, how she feels about her experiences with black men and maybe her rejection with certain men that have preferences that cater to the opposite of what she looks like. And she may feel some sort of way about that. Now, with the the side that comes from protection, there was a couple of things that I wrote down while you guys were speaking that I wanted to get off and and, and be able to talk about oh. is I think with the side of protection, it comes from fetishizing. But I, I, I don't know. I can't. I never can come up with the word. But, you know, fetishizing, women, yeah. women yeah. who fetish and fantasize about black men and almost uh, um, experimental if you will they come from a place of wanting to know and experience what it's like to be with a black man and I think that you you you're you're looking at Slater like you're you're confused or you're you're not knowing where I'm going with no this, so, no I, no I um, totally I totally know where you're going like I totally you know have, where you're going. this is something that kind of upsets me even this kind of rubs me the wrong way when I see, you know, um, women who are not, you know, black and they have kids with black men and their kids have certain texture hair. Right. 
Um, okay. They don't they they don't keep it up. They don't take care of it. It's it's wild. It's not done. It's not kept up right. It's dry, or you know, like you could just look at it and you're like, what's going on? And I I have friends. I I had a friend who had a child with a black man. She was a white girl, and you know she was just like confused. Didn't know what to do with the kid's hair. The hair the hair was always a mess, looking crazy. And it came from a place of her not knowing, but also not wanting to get uncomfortable. Learn. I guess for her yeah. and learn like it would have yeah. to require her to either reach out to someone on his side and say I don't know can you teach me or it will require her to go to a salon or to a beauty supply store and ask somebody who's you know black and ask them like can you help me but I think <laughs> but I think that goes I think that goes back to what I was saying earlier about why people say that like you know the experiences part because that that falls under that Correct. umbrella of the fetishizing and and the and all of that. But then at the same time, it it's also it's also humility too because a lot of times you might have to go to those you may have to go to those racist parents, whether black or white, and say, "Hey, I'm really trying to you know do your grandson's hair or granddaughter's hair, and I don't mm. know how to do it. Can you please tell me how to do that?" And that's a big so issue. With and yeah, go ahead. So. So humility comes uh humility comes a lot a long way with that as well. For you know what sure. I mean when you have these conversations. Go ahead. So I think that sometimes when you see things like that or you hear certain things or um it's hard to be like and and not think that that's intention behind a lot of experiences. So I think that Maybe that's partially why it could be partially why where she's coming from. It's like maybe she hasn't had that experience to see like what you see or what you know or how you feel. She, like she hasn't had those same experiences. Like she herself probably has never dated outside of her race to know any different. So she's just repeating what's been told to her, okay. taught to her and her experience. And a lot of other black and, and if I can interject real quick, a lot of other black women who don't date outside their race, a lot of them ha- don't date outside the race because they feel some people that I've spoken to feel like, you know, because of family generations of either racism or slavery and those type of things and stories that have been passed down to them is a big issue as well. But then at the same time, there's a study that I that is a study that I found out like I think it's the year 2040. We're all gonna be the we're all gonna be the same shade. We're all somebody's gonna be we're all gonna be mixed at some point. Like it's it's going to happen between twenty between now and twenty forty. Like mixed races are going up a lot. So I don't understand how people are going to have these. What are the conversations going to be like at that point when you're when you're when you when most of most interracial you know most most relationships now are interracial. My brother. Is is married to somebody who is white and is happily married. You know what I mean. So like, what am I supposed to say to them right. or to their kids later on? You know what I mean. Like, let them enjoy themselves. Why are we, why are we putting more strain on 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 society because you are unhappy with it or or society is unhappy with it? Because there are tons of black people who who don't give a shit about anybody. There are tons of white black people. There's a one of white white people that don't give a fuck. But like at the same time, let people live. It's you know let people have what they have if they like it let them have, like let them like it fuck it so, who gives a so, fuck go ahead 
my whole thought is if you're going to comment on my dating outside of my race, I don't know if this is just me being petty. It's probably me being petty. But if you're going to comment that, then you must be super Negro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you better be <laughs> black to a fault. You know what I'm saying? And show me and show me your receipts and your dating and your on your dating. No, not like, even not even just that. Too. Not I, no, I want to see it. But, I want to see it. I want to see it. But to say that a white woman that white women are stealing a look, right? Stealing a look because she happens to eat more, or she's Chelsea, her, Chelsea, her body type. Her body top. Her body type is different. Like, are you fucking for real? Like, is that yeah. is that is that what you're saying to me right now? You're telling no, me you're that right. she's stealing because she got titties and ass. <laughs> when they show me the black chick, she took them from. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's where I'm at with it. Because at this I don't, point, I don't know. At this point, there's a yeah. certain. I. It's ignorant. It's there's ignorance to to saying something like that. You know what I mean? Like, if you're if you're that concerned, and going to the point. Of calling them uh, counterfeit women, right? Like that's this is in the conversation we're having. These are things that she said. Oh, Chance likes the counterfeits. What? So she's not real now because she's a thick white girl. Are you serious? Okay. You know like what I'm she, saying? Like like white like there aren't heavy set white girls or thick white but girls think, walking I around. I think as what mother. we're saying is that I think black women popularized bringing shape women into the spotlight and embracing their shape like I mean I, I'm sorry I but there's always been shape this... this is me I'm not even a black woman okay so like this is me coming from a place of saying like I recognize it I do rec and I'm a Latina woman we we are shapely women as Latina women we are shapely however black women really they things be dang it and really, when it comes down to it, white women, the flat butts used to be a fucking thing. Bitches used to hate having fat asses. White women specifically. <laughs> Latinas, we've always embraced our curves. We've always been shapely. We've never denied ourselves of that. But white women, yes, absolutely. Being thin and flat, literally everywhere, was a fucking thing. That was that was the the staple. That's what you wanted to look like. Women like Marilyn yeah, Monroe made shapely women, that, and that was shapely back then, might I add, which wasn't really any yeah, shape right. at all, might I add. Like, nah, she, she, right. she, her, her she thing was too who, in. who made shape for white <laughs> women a thing. But black women have always been adored for their beautiful melanated skin, for their fuller lips, for their shapely figures, for their plump asses, for their nicely round breasts. Like, like we're. I, I'm sorry. I there's only so much I'm gonna let y'all sit here and say and and not give credit where credit is due. Like we can all have our preferences. No, no, no. Absolutely. A, but this this black woman is saying she is saying something that. That that is true. Like I I'm. But then it. I feel like. But again, really embrace their curves and stuff because black women really have made it a staple. And being that hip hop is the number one culture 
take off in this world. Everybody embraces hip hop. And what does hip hop bring? Vi music video girls with fat asses. And those weren't white women in them in, vi in the videos with fat asses. Those weren't white women with those shapes. So when you see these white women with these figures, I don't necessarily feel like she's that far left for saying what she's saying. For her to attack you about your preference, though, and for her to project her opinion on how she feels about that, that's another thing. But would you also say that we as a society are growing into not caring what other people think? Yeah, you are heavy set. Yeah, you are fat or whatever. I have heard women say, I'm fat. I don't give a fuck. Like, whether you're black, white, or whatever. That's That's a new age thing. Just like just like people are saying it's okay to be trans people just like people are saying it's okay to be gay like acceptance is a big thing now you you did say and it's tr and it's true and I, i'll agree to i'll agree to it to, to a certain extent black women were the ones that that were the ones that were saying it's okay to be shapely it's okay to be big it's okay to be whatever but again as a society as a whole we've we've also told ourselves because I, and i believe it because you know i you know working working with kids it's okay to not it's okay to not be perfect. And what does perfect even mean? You know what I mean? I don't think that's a black white thing. I think it's just a societal thing. Now that going back to what you were saying, uh, Charles, yeah, you're right. Um, but I also believe that we sit, we're sitting on a powder keg when we, when we go back and forth and talk about, uh, you know, people's shapes and stuff like that, because Certain certain girls are just born big. Yeah, what are we absolutely. supposed to do? White, and I'm not saying yeah. that all white women have to go and get their bodies done in order to achieve the shape. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I am going to say no, no, no. Is that I they did you. come. They do come in those shapes, but at a certain time and place, they didn't embrace it. They didn't accept it. They didn't like it. They wanted to That's look true. more straight and narrow. And I think that I I do I do believe that black women really it's a confidence thing like it's a yeah. way a no, black okay. woman carries herself and i think that white women are afraid to do that and i think that i think that they give them that little extra oomph that's and that's well, fair well, okay. i think, I think black women so and, and i, I hear i hear your point I, I hear your point and I understand it completely. You know what I'm saying? I grew up all sisters. I understand that, right? But to say that it's less than for like, and that's what that was my point with her, right? It let it became less about just the interracial dating and me choosing to date interracially or me being open to dating to interracially. The type of women you are dating. Right, to the type of women I was dating, right? So now it went... So first, she had issue with, oh, well, he dates white girls. Yeah, I do. Now and then it was, why else? I, I date? The type of white girls I'm dating. Yeah. So then her point was, if you're going to date those type of white girls, why not just date a black That's girl? That's what I said at the very beginning. I said, <laughs> when you have a certain type of woman that may favor culturally what a black woman represents or what she's into or whatever a black woman's gonna look at you and say i'm literally almost <laughs> all of that if not more 
and you won't fuck with me. But who's to say that that particular person would fuck with Chance? But and who's to say that that part? And that's about. and that's the next that's thing. Not what we're talking about. Oh, okay, about. I got you. What her point you. was no, was that this is the type of woman that you fuck with, and she literally is not can't be exactly, but damn near close. But she's not. But I am making a sense, and that's where the confusion comes from. I I I see. It. I'm so like I can put my take myself out of certain things like and say like yeah absolutely i used to get a lot of heat for that so like i i totally get it i totally understand it like if you were to be with a white woman who was like girl next door like if she was a surfer with blonde hair <laughs> wore fucking vans and fucking hollister and rode horses, grew up on a farm, only listens to country music, eats pot pies on Sundays, and <laughs> fucking milks cows. How did you, how did you write all that? Did no, you write all that down? But if you had if you had a girl, a white girl like that, let me tell you something. Then it's just gonna be the fact that you're with a white girl. Nothing else matters. Nothing else even matters. It's just the fact that you're with a white girl because you're truly with just a white girl. I, listen, and again, I hear you, but it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. I was raised to believe that, I don't know. I came up with the understanding that you could be white, brown, dark brown, light brown, high yellow, whatever you want to call it. And within each one of those, there's different sizes, shapes, and varieties. So it's like, I, I, I yes, they. I guess that you can say that they popularize, popular, popularize, popularize, popular, whatever, popular, popularize. To say that it's like they're stealing. Like I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't say maybe it's just... I would just say imitation. It's it's imitation. It's it's not even it's more so like I saw something that I liked and I want to try it. But then so okay, so then the flip. All right, so then the flip, like so we were going down. So then so then we so then we brought up um because I I started to get curious. I brought up, you know, different white guys. Now, do you find this white guy attractive? She was like, no. What about this white guy? Do you find him attractive? Uh, yeah, he's kind of attractive. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, all right, so at the end of it, she the white guy that she ended up finding the most attractive was uh, Rory from, he used to be on the Joe Budden podcast. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, oh this, uh, <laughs> all right. So that's the guy. So I was like, "All right, well, Rory is just a a skinny white black dude. No, because he <laughs> he's in the culture, right? That's he's true. in the culture. He's bearded up. He wears chain. He wears nice kicks. You know what I'm saying? So now, so now I'm like, oh well, you like an imitation black dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I or would do, never or say do that. that. Or a dude that's in the culture. I, I here's the thing. I look at it. From, I look at it from both perspectives. I think what Chels is saying is like, yes, 
black women do have their confidences and stuff is out there when it comes to body type and how we handle how we handle these things. But I think at that at certain points, we we gotta stop saying, well, this person invented this and these people are copying. If we see something that we like, like I again, I'm gonna say what I said in the beginning of the beginning of the show. I think it's a lot of the confidence that somebody has in saying that they they date outside the race. Yes. But all the other stuff on top of it, you know, once you have the conversation, goes into the flow of that situation. And then it's like, oh, well, this person steals this, this and that. And it's like, but yo, we all have our preferences. Just like that person you're talking about. She would date a Rory type. You know, uh, Chels has her types. It's it. It's all about how, you know, how that person is asking the question. I think to me, if we're going to sit here and have these conversations, we have to go with, into them with an open mind and not keep thinking that people are here to take, take, take. And just, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. To me, it just doesn't make sense. I'm sorry, guys. Real I'm quick, sorry. I wanted to bring this up and then we'll uh, get ready to close it down for the day. I looked up some stuff while I was in preparation for this. Um, so interracial marriage became legal. In 1967. So up until 1967, you couldn't... It was illegal nationwide to marry somebody outside of your race. Um, Which means that since it was the heavily ruling, frowned upon to even be dating somebody, yeah. just to be clear. Yeah, heavily frowned. Yeah, just, yeah. Not even, not even talk about heavily <laughs> frowned, yeah. Yeah, frowned upon. Um, currently, in the United States, um, and this is all can be found on... A website called to date for love.com they do a, a bunch of different like like dating uh statistics right statistics um mm-hmm. currently right now in the united states interracial marriages and again they're, they're focusing on marriages in this but that can give you a i guess a sample size of like you know i guess what's going on 10 percent of the population 11 million people are currently in mixed race unions um, it's down from 2015. It was at the mark, uh, at the highest, it was 17%. That was Obama. I, I kind of think so. I kind of, I kind of <laughs> think so. I'm not going to say, Thanks, I'm, Obama. Not gonna, I'm not going to say gonna, that. I'm not going to say it, I'm not gonna but gonna I'm going to say, say it. Is, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, it, but it could be. Um, could be. 18% of African Americans marry someone of a different ethnicity or race. In comparison, the percentage of um, Caucasian newlyweds entering interracial marriages is at 11%. Increased from 4%. Um, but there was one on here that I really found uh, interesting. And it was 39% of Americans believe that marrying someone of different ethnicity or race is good for society. Hmm. You said only eleven percent? No, thirty-nine percent. Thirty-nine percent of Americans believe that marrying someone of a different ethnicity or race is good for society. According to a survey, the share of adults who claim that interracial marriages are good for Americans has risen by fifteen percent in just seven years. Also, the percentage of non-African American adults opposing a close relative marrying an individual of African descent today stands at 14%, as opposed to 63% in 
in the 1990s. Now, I say I bring these up to say, um, truthfully to me, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter because I say, and the reason why I bring this up is because as a father of interracial kids, right? As a father of interracial kids, what do I, who do I tell my children to date? Who are they supposed to date? Who are my black girls, my half black girls, half Portuguese girls? Who are they supposed to date? Right? Because they're not going to be all black for the black for the black guys or for, for someone black. And they're not all Portuguese for someone who's Portuguese. So what? They can't date now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They can't date now. But I think, but I think, but I think that I think that's I think that's part of what Chelsea is trying to say. Like it's it's that or what I was trying to say earlier, I I should say. Like it's it's that conversation, those uncomfortable conversations that you have with a mixed race family that you didn't really have when you when you date just purely your own race because you understand what it's like to be that particular race. You understand what it's like to have to do all of that. But those are questions that you have to be willing to to or questions or conversations that you're willing to have really confusing. in any situation really confusing too for the kids that's what i was saying like on one side of my family it was like more about purifying our race whereas like on my other side of the family it was more like the confusion for the children and you know you just never know what you're gonna get when you mix a race sometimes you have a child who comes out more fair-skinned a child who comes out more dark-skinned and then that child has to you know they they lean sometimes it's not it's not the perfect balance and that's what i was just about to say like because you guys were saying like um about interrelational relationships being good for society the 39 percent and I was in my head, I was thinking, I think, I think interracial relationships is amazing for society. I think it's exactly what society needs because that's what we want is to be together, stick together, together um, as one. However, I think that interracial relationships is dangerous for cultural preservation. Like it's, it's hard for you to kind of like your kid doesn't really just focus on one culture they're mixed culturally so it's like they don't get it as strongly they kind of get like the diluted version almost like what's most important for that for both families to celebrate and come together on or like if I were to be with a Cuban because I was so passionately Cuban and And that's me coming from just, you notice how I just claim one side right now. That's been all my life because I've been raised more so with my Cuban side, less with my Ecuadorian side. So I automatically, when I speak, I speak from a Cuban's perspective. Most of my food that I make culturally from from my family is Cuban food. My accent when I speak Spanish is, is a Cuban accent. And that's, you know, like my mom, depending on where my mom was in her life, like it depend on how much my mom absorbed and then how much was she willing to pass on to me to know. And But then her being, okay, I'm sorry, not to being Cuban, my mom gravitated more to his Cuban side. And so my mom was embracing his culture 
And that's what I, that's predominantly what I grew up because her family wasn't really around. We come from a small family. They were in Ecuador and she didn't really get raised around her family either in, in that country. My mom was out here in the States with just my grandma. So how much of my mom's culture did she obtain to be passed on to me? Because she didn't have enough of her culture to pass on to me. She gravitated to my dad's culture and that's where I mainly gravitate to my Cuban side. So, well, 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 let me ask you this, and I know it's probably not, I, I don't, you know, every culture, like you said, every culture is different, but then how many people even know who their cultures is when it, or how their cultures operate? How many people wish Moreover, or how many people wish they do, or moreover, how many people try to stay away from their cultures considering they think that their culture is either misogynistic or, or they do certain things that the kid figured out is unhealthy for That's them. That's what I said. So, it's great for society. Yeah. It's wonderful for yeah, society. Yeah, yeah. It's an enlightening experience. It's it's something that brings us all together and we're able to just be one and, and understanding mm-hmm. of everything. But I think, you know, where it comes from, like what Chance was, you know, experiencing with his is like stick together like you need to be with a black woman i think it comes from a sense of play or a place of like being scared of like dilution like keep no no keep you're right together look at the I hawaiian mean... hawaiian culture there's literally only one tribe of hawaiians pure hawaiians left because the americans took you bring over that up. and now there's literally just mixed hawaiians but there's only one tribe left and they're very small they're extinct damn near like they're they're not going to be here for the next 50 to 100 years they're gone you don't have pure hawaiians hawaii anymore. hawaii has the highest rate of interracial marriages in america 42 yep. percent. <laughs> yeah they had to they're a small um, island they got taken over easy i i think that cultural preservation is another that's a whole other. I know, I know. That's like, why I was like, oh, we, that could go, that could go really into another place. But that's, like, we, that's we a whole here that's, for like another. That's a whole hours. another two. That's a whole another two episodes for that. Like, you know, I think cultural you know preservation I mean? is definitely an interesting thing to, you know, look into and talk and, about because and something we also didn't talk about was religion too, like religiously, like well, yeah, if you're and, a different and, religion, that's a whole yeah. So. Well, thank you guys I so mean, much for having like, me. This was a really fun topic. Yay! Hey, listen. This is um, if you have anything to comment on, or you want to um, share your opinions with our opinions, make sure you email us at wehaveopinions.pod@gmail.com, uh, or call or text three four seven seven six six two seven zero six three four seven seven six six two seven zero six. All of our socials will be down in the show notes. Um, hey. If Chance. there, uh, yeah, I mean, look, man, I'm dude, dude, uh, this is like episode 60 or whatever. I'm speaking, right? Now, what do so, I do when I'm talking? What do you do? Listen, okay, okay, the Miz, huh? <laughs> we have, <laughs> yeah, that's stuff it. Man. That's it. Stuff man. Wait, hold on, before, before we, before we, before we leave, Charles, thank you for coming. It's so great to have you here, you know. Maybe I'll get you some glue so you can sniff on the next time you come through here. You know what I mean? I'll put it on Jesus the mic for you. Christ. Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> um, Chance, man, good conversation, man. I definitely learned a lot. 
I love I love having this conversation, man. This is something we definitely need for each other. Um, also, real quick, right, five star reviews, Spotify and iTunes. We would yes, appreciate please, it. Please, please give us five star reviews. Please let us know, you know, what we can improve on. Please email the show, man, because you know, because we like doing this. So let us know. All right. And we're out of here. All right. See you, knuckleheads. Cut it off, yeah.